also drive. They explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That one. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them dry, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt balls. Suck my hairy butt balls in your hairy butt balls. What is that? It's my balls! Can't get it, Carmen! How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garrity? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition. Another edition. Of Suck My Balls, the South Park Review. I'm your host of the most, lives on the West Coast, your boy, MSG. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Matthew underscore Schaffer. I am joined by my bro who decided not to bring that camera today, so you're just looking at a picture of his icon if you're watching this on the video. Kind of bear with me. I'm kind of losing my voice for some reason. And no, it's not from the virus. It's from the virus. That's why you can't be on camera. Yeah, you know. Caught me. Like I'm too ugly. Got caught. Watching this video. Watching this video, you're probably wondering why I have my headphones peaked right here in front of my ear instead of on my ear. That is because I'm potentially going to be getting a knock at the door for some packages. I just want to make sure I can hear the door if someone comes. But hopefully you're here to check out this review of Season 2, Episode Number 7, City on the Edge of Forever, Scoop. And this was a parody (laughs) clip show style of episode that South Park – No, that Matt Stone and Trey Parker presented – um, not one of the highlights of this season. In fact, I would bear to say, other than the fact that, you know, I don't like the Pip episode, this is not a good episode either. This is top five lowest, if we were making a list yes. for that. We should. We should. Top, top best and top worst. Top worst? Okay, well then we have so to that way, we make a top bad. worst. You know, go ahead. Okay. So that way, you know, when someone does go through it, and they can go to our guide and they can see, well, these are the best episodes. And these are the ones that you can skip and have nothing to do with anything. Like, this is the only episode that's like this. There's no continuity to this episode. None of the flashbacks are accurate. Nothing about this episode is funny. Except, you left home and you ran away. You're <laughs> <laughs> alone. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. You're correct. There's not a lot of highs in this episode. <laughs> that was good. That's good invasion. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but this episode itself, as we begin to tell you, was a, I guess it would be either the episode before their mid season finale or after 
Because at this point in the series, they were kind of doing this weird thing where their season would actually start in March. So mm. it would run from like March all the way through June. And then they'd stop for July, August, and even parts of September and come like last week of September, early October. And then that would then run for the rest of the season to the end of the year. And then they wouldn't come back again until March. Right. So that's how they structure these seasons early on. So right now we're kind of getting to the midpoint of the second season. And they decided to do a spoof on clip shows. So for those unfamiliar with flashbacks or clip shows, I, I, you know, I, I definitely, I guess, don't understand that sentiment. But if you don't understand what it is, here's what a clip show is. It's, it's kind of a recap where they have characters from the episode sitting around. And they kind of reminisce and talk about previous instances in which they had misadventures or different shenanigans that took place. So in, in this episode, they start off with them on a bus. And Mrs. Crabtree happens to be, I would believe, pretty much the main storyline. I mean, the boys are on the bus and they're telling, having these flashbacks, but she's really the only new development, new developing story, new, new content that they actually write here for the show. Right. Um, now this debuted on June 17th, 1998. It also guest stars a number of individuals who do voice their own characters, which is a big surprise for South Park itself. You got Henry Winkler, Jay Leno, and Brent Musburger. I'm Brent Musburger. I'm in, Brent Musburger. In this episode. Um, so they're on the bus. They're driving up through the road. There's a lot of snow going on. Cartman's eating a cake. And this cake is so delicious. And Stan and Kyle are like, come on, fat ass, share that cake. He's like, I, uh, I don't know if I can finish it. No, oh, wait, oh, wait, yes, I can. <laughs> Cartman, not God going. damn, Cartman, you are a fat ass. Well, you know what? In theory, though, if you think about it, Kyle's kind of the one, and Stan, who start and cause this bus accident. Come on, fat boy, give us some cake now. I can't not possibly eat one more bag if it's chocolatey goodness. Uh, uh, wait, 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 try. Damn it, Carmen, you are such a fat f***ing side! Uh-oh! They were the one egging on Cartman, who just didn't want to share his chocolate cake. Leave him alone. He wants to eat his own chocolate cake. Right. I mean, sometimes you don't want to share chocolate cake with people, and that's Cartman's chocolate cake. Just saying. Well, they're driving up the side of the mountain as one of the roads is closed. There's a nasty snowstorm about, and as as I just mentioned, you know, and, and Scoop said, hey, Cartman, you're such a big fat ass. Miss Crabtree turns around and goes, what did you say? And because of her lack of paying attention, she drives off the road. They fall over like a a waterfall, a cliff. They survive all this. And then they end up landing on part of another waterfall where they're like part of the bus is hanging off and the other part isn't. (laughs) And she's all like – Got a, she's like got this strategy with the kids to get them to calm down. She pulls out a gun and a bunny, and she's like, uh, "If you do not be quiet, I will shoot this bunny." <laughs> I said, "Quiet, or else I kill the bunny." So stupid, very dumb. And she ends up watching this video, like it's a a, a stranded video. 
I don't know about this video. <laughs> now, did you use the technique that you were going to kill this bunny? Okay. That's right. That's right, then. That's right. That's right, buddy. Yeah, no, it was kind of uh, just dumb. Just kind of a dumb storyline. This was dumb here to begin with. Yeah. And she's like, now that you've... And the, the story, the video's like, now that you've come, the children, gently tell them that if they get off the bus, a big scary monster will eat them. And then she turns around, if you get off this bus, a big scary monster will eat you. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. And so... She decides to leave to go get help. Leaves the kids just, just hanging out on this bus. It's creaking and crocking. Not even going to take them with them. Like if they no. all got off the bus one by one and she led them down the mountain, they could have gotten safety. But no, that's not what they decided to do. She decides to leave, go down the mountain. She sees a truck driver driving by. He's all like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you some action. And uh, he opens up the truck. She gets in the truck. They start driving away. That's it. Like, doesn't even like drive to, to like try to find anybody. She she kind of does at first, but eventually it leads her down her own celebrity status. So where do you want to start, Ian? Do you want to go down her storyline first or the boys' flashback shit really quick? Uh, let's go down her storyline because it's really there's more of the kids' storyline, and hers is really quick, but it just spread out. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. So her storyline is. He and her end up driving down the road. She popped a couple of roofies thinking it's aspirin. He's apparently driving a roofie truck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he works for the roofie company. And uh, they, they walk into a comedy club. Clearly him trying to get her drunk so he could, you know, take her home and give her some sweet loving as he's asked us her, her, have the roofies kicked in yet? Oh, all right. And uh, so oh, she walks yeah. in and she yells at Carrot Top, who's delivering jokes. Shut down! Shut up! Just people hey, are funny. Use guys. Use guys. Shut up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> people just think she's funny, just because she's saying "sit down and shut up." Shut the hell up! You're an idiot. You suck. Blah blah blah. He pisses his pants. That being carrot top. We then move on from there. So now she's like totally, you know, whatever. She's going to be a celebrity because they're, an agent guy likes her. So he introduces her to a big wig in Hollywood or whoever it is, and he's all like, she's great, she's hilarious. Like, he, and all, she, all she's doing is, like, making fun of people. Like, just, you look like, what did she, I don't, I forgot what she said about the, the bald guy. I don't know. I, like, right was, over, I'll clip it. You look like a lump of dog shit that just got hit by a car! But it was, like, yeah. she basically, she just made fun of him. Mm-hmm. A, and then she moves on from there, to then performing on the Jay Leno show, which Jay Leno voices his own character. What the hell are you all staring at? Stop laughing, you whores! I said shut up! Let's hear from Miss Crabtree. What an up-and-comer! And she does her bit. And that's kind of her storyline, right? I mean, we'll, we can talk yeah. about the end. We can talk about the conclusion of her storyline here at the end, but we have to kind of talk about what happens first with the boys now. I yeah. think. So yeah, we, we can talk about the boys. But now. basically, that's what her storyline is. She just kind of does a comedy career and eventually decides that this this life isn't for her after she does one appearance on Jay Leno. 
Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not for me. I should just go home and let's go for a walk. So we'll get to that ending conclusion, what happens there. But the boys, they're on the bus now. And a big scary monster might eat them. So here's what happens. They're on the bus following diversion along that mountain pass. This crab tree got distracted. Kids remain there and they remember past experiences featuring clips from previous episodes. Although they usually end with everyone enjoying ice cream. And new animated sequences. So that's the only thing that's notable, really, is that they're going back and kind of just like rewriting their own episodes, if you will, but in a faux yeah. pas type of way. <laughs> now that's what I call a sticky situation. That's what I kind of sticky situation. Now that was what I call a sticky situation. <laughs> so when a student tries to leave the bus, who I believe is, oh, what's his name? It's the Star Trek kid from the later episodes. It's got to be one of those Star Trek kids' friends. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember his name, though, but yeah. <laughs> Is it Brandon Stoley? I think so. I think it's Brandon. Brandon Stoley, the Star Trek kid. So it's one of these Star Trek kids. He's wearing a Star Trek outfit, and he decides, he's like, fuck this. If I'm going to die, I'm just going to die. So he gets off the bus, and then a big, scary monster eats him. <laughs> uh, which is kind of ridiculous. Um, a little bit. However, back in South Park, we should mention uh, that there is a side story as, you know, Sharon, uh, uh, Stan's Sharon. mother, Sharon, Sharon Stan's mother decides to, you know, look for Stan. So she calls Leanne and she's like, hey, Leanne, have you seen the boys? And she's like, uh, oh, no, I have not. Hold on. And then she like starts blurting out like uh, <laughs> food of things like, uh, hey, honey, I've made cookie bits or whatever she said or all these things. We need things. And no, he's not here. And she's like, oh, no, now I'm really worried. So they end up going to the school. I talked to Mr. Mackey. Mr. Mackey defects, deflects a blame of the school itself. He's just like, well, maybe they ran away. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, doesn't want doesn't want to take responsibility for the fact that uh the school itself has lost their children uh well we're gonna do we're uh, i guess we can go ahead and drop the news now because i was gonna say mr Mackey plays a pivotal role or not a pivotal role but he plays a funny role in the next episode but we're gonna go ahead (laughs) and stooge this off because if you're listening to this uh we know you enjoy the episode we're gonna go ahead and do a double episode this week so me and Ian are going to record another episode uh, here of uh, Suck My Balls that will be up within the next day or two after you watch or listen to this one. So look out for that one. That one is Summer Hell Suck, yeah. and that one will have Mr. Garrison having his own subplot. And that's fucking hilarious. But anyway, <laughs> we'll get to that funny episode after we record this episode. So um, <clears throat> eventually the parents decide to like posting pictures around the town and shit like that. Uh, of like they're looking for the kids. One of them is Macaulay Culkin. Have you seen me? I thought that was another shot at Michael Jackson coming mm-hmm. up last episode of uh, them talk, uh, thinking about, you know, uh, <laughs> come on, just give me it. Sure, he touched him, chill, dude. He's Michael Jackson. He's Michael Jackson. Anyway, Macaulay. yeah, it's okay, Jesus. You want to touch him, Sherry? We all want to touch him, Sherry. Y'all want to touch him, Sherry, sometimes. It's okay. It's okay. Now, the kids are on the bus. They're telling all these different stories. And we, we're not going to go through each different one. But basically, they retell the end of the pilot episode, the end of Jimbo and Ned's big hunting, uh, the end of death with Kenny, which I'm going to get to here in a second. Uh, they also tell a different uh, – Cartman tried to tell his own different story about uh, 
Fonzie and Happy Days, and they were like, "That's not how it fucking happened, dude." Hey, like he actually makes the jump and kills Kenny, but Kenny Ay. just Kenny just had just died on the bus from the big scary monster. And, so, and this is the first time that they kind of allude to his deaths, you know? Yeah, Cartman kind of has a faux pas <clears throat> for a second. He's like, "Oh, wait a minute. I guess you're right. Kenny couldn't have died in that story." I digress, though. Right. Um, also. As we're talking about the the different, uh, so basically, they end with rather than there being a conclusion of like the regular story, like in, I'll give you an example in the Alien Probe episode. Instead of a giant satellite coming out of Cartman's ass, it's a giant ice cream truck, and the <laughs> aliens show up and eat ice cream. Uh, at the end, with Scuzzlebutt, uh, instead of him making them a wicker basket to get across the lava, it they make him they make them ice cream, and instead of a Brian Boitano as the leg, it's uh, Brett Musburger. It's Brett Musburger. Hey, kids. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's, so it's, it's 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 not good. Um, so it was all ice cream related. But Kenny, Kenny does have an interesting one because I thought his was funny. So let's go ahead and kick it over really quick here while we're in the middle of reviewing too. What did Kenny say? <laughs> <laughs> what did Kenny say? We'll work on that. We'll work yeah. on that. What did Kenny say? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Uh, so at one point, uh, Kenny starts telling his story. And he says, hey, you guys, remember when Terrence and Philip was off the air? And they're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And Kenny says, all I know is that it was a long time ago, and Death was chasing us on a bicycle down the street. So Death's chasing them down the street, and then all of a sudden, Kenny flips Death off the trike and starts jumping on him. And, like, just Death starts coming apart. Mm-hmm. And then Kenny's like, you dick, that is for me, and that, and that, and that, and that, and that, and that, and like he's just basically stomping on him. And if, and if you're not, if you're not careful, you can miss the tiny little, and this is for me. So yep. Kenny knows that he constantly dies, huh? They, they always allude to that later on in more like subtle and different ways, especially when we get to Mysterion. Yes, exactly. He, he definitely knows, of course. So that's right. when he gets to the cool figuring out. Like that's kind of like it unlocks the key, and then he finally understands it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Kyle and Stan return to watch Kenny killing Death, and Stan says, "Oh my God, Kenny killed Death!" And <laughs> Kyle's like, "He's like you bastard!" Like even he's confused me in like the context of the story. And then Kenny reaches into Death, pulls out some ice cream. <laughs> And then Kenny says, and that's what I got, sticky situation. Yeah, that's what I got, sticky situation. And that's what Kenny said. That's what Kenny said. <laughs> so, uh, as, we rem- as we mentioned, Cartman suddenly realizes how little sense of everything makes and wakes up in his own bed eventually. But this is after, like, the bus starts to creep and, like, go back and forth. And she, it falls over the cliff. And rather than them dying, they land in a bucket of ice cream. Ice cream! <laughs> and, and that's when Cartman's like, wait a minute. Uh, this doesn't make any sense. I must be in a dream. And then he wakes up. And then he starts explaining his dream to his mom. And he's like, hey, mom, I just had this dream. Yeah, we were all talking about flashbacks. But all the endings were different. We all had ice cream. And, she, and his mom's like, oh, dearie. Well, have some beetles. Beetles and kid beetles. <laughs> so they just sit there eating beetles and then all of a sudden goes to stand he wakes up in his bed and then he calls kyle 
Hello? Dude, I just had the weirdest dream. Really? Yeah, I dreamt that Cartman dreamt that we were all trapped on a bus, and then he dreamt that we were talking about things that had happened, only they were all wrong, and, and then he and his mother ate beetles. Dude, that's a pretty f***ed up dream. Yeah, I must be having some real emotional problems. Hey, me and Cartman and Kenny are going down to Happy Burger. You want to come? Sure. I definitely don't want to sleep anymore. See you later. <laughs> Funniest part in the whole episode. Right? So that's how that storyline pretty much, because then they're like, hey, let's go. What did they say? Go find Kenny and go do something. I forget what it was, but. <laughs> some. Some, some kids like hey let's go do something so they leave and then now we cut back over to the resolve of mrs crabtree so now that we know that this is a dream <laughs> mrs crabtree is and marcus are shown sitting on a log near stark's pond and uh marcus explains that you know of course this is all a dream and mrs crabtree's like i just want to enjoy this moment just a little longer just a little and that's the episode, guys. I mean, there wasn't really much more in-depth. As we said, it was a clip show. We're going to kind of get into it right here within the last 10, 15 minutes of this review to explain more some of the underlying tones and what we mean by uh, what their idea was and maybe what they were going for. So this actually, of course, satirizes the desperate and half-assed attempt that all episodic TV episodes do or TV shows do, right? They always, at some point in the show, whether it be halfway through, whether it be the end, or whether they just start to run out of fucking ideas, they put a clip show together. So they were doing it now. However, it was weird that they did so early into the show. Right. It's just season two. Um, so that was just a little odd. Now, granted, I get it. As we mentioned, the episode, what, this came out June 17th, 1998. So I think this was, again, right before the midseason finale. So I think they were also trying to fuck with the fans a little bit more. Just like, a little bit. You know, they always got Because everybody puts the importance of these shows and new episodes. So they were just like, okay, here's a clip show. Right? Got so, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's one of the underlying tones. The City on the Edge of Forever is actually the title of an episode of the Star Trek original series. And several aspects of the episode actually itself also parody that episode of Star Trek. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the 1997 action film Con Air is referenced when Mrs. Trab Crabtree holds up a live bunny and threatens to shoot if the children will not be quiet. And if you have not seen the movie Con Air, uh, as the plane's going down the whole time, Nicolas Cage is trying to protect his stuffed animal to give to his daughter. And <laughs> Uh, one of Nicolas Cage's better performance early on in his career as he does not have a lot of uh, dialogue. Right. Uh, one of the children's flashbacks features Fonzie, as we mentioned, from Happy Days, jumping over a series of garbage cans, referencing the season three two-part episode, Fearless Fonzarelli. Hey. Hey. Uh, as we, I also mentioned, one of the missing posters featured Macaulay Culkin, and that was also possibly a reference to the first two Home Alone films. Uh, we didn't mention the, the – I mean, you sang it a little bit, but when the kids see uh, um, the, their parents singing on TV, they're singing like a We Are the World song. They get roasted by the kids. They get roasted. Stan's like, oh, my God. And then Kyle's like, ah, oh, your dad's an idiot or a homo or whatever he says. <laughs> and then all of a sudden his dad comes on. Hello, Stanley. It's me, Papa. Gosh, your mother and I miss you. And I hope that wherever you may be, you'll hear this message. Little lamb, lost in your great big world Run away, finding streets, you're still cold Dude, your dad's a retard Please come home, Kyle You left home looking for something new But all you need is right here waiting for you 
Parker and Stone kind of have to end this show somehow, and they resort to the revelation that it was just all a dream, which they – I think I remember – I think I read somewhere that, that that's, they thought that was interesting because it was kind of like a shot at other shows that go, how do we get out of things? Okay, let's just do a dream ending. Right. That's really what they did. But really, as I put here in my notes as well, this episode is a real bonanza of just meaningless celebrity voice cameos. They really have no place in the show. They're just there. Mrs. Crabtree gets her own episode and it really means nothing. Yep. Really means absolutely nothing. All right. So as we wrap up here, let's talk about our top moments we kind of liked, I guess. One, I loved in the flashback about the Kathy Lee Gifford. First of all, they're trying to stop Garrison and then he shoots Kathy Lee Gifford. But this time she's an alien. So he's like, <laughs> see, I told you. And they cut to Cartman and he's in a beefcake suit and he's fucking ripped. Yep. <laughs> I fucking love that meme when people use that meme. I've seen it on the internet. No, yeah, we got that. I, I should put a tabs two on that. Right. We basically have the same moments. Um, the second moment I put here references the fact that I have to actually watch the show, Scoop. Mm-hmm. Um, on me TV on Saturday and Sunday nights could be every night. It's just the, the nights that I monitor it. We air me TV programming content. And one of those shows is Barnaby Jones, <laughs> Barnaby Jones is a <laughs> show that took place in 1973 from 1980. And it's the guy, the main character is the dad from the Beverly Hillbillies. He plays the major detective and it's a detective style show. It's very cheesy, very campy. It always ends with Barnaby Jones somehow cornering his like, person he's trying to catch it's ridiculous um mm-hmm. but it took place for seven years so that popped me because i was like ha huh. i finally get that reference now because i have to watch that show yeah damn man yeah i'm missing the new barnaby jones um i put uh them doing a flashback within the episode about a flashback is another top moment i liked because they were like hey remember when that kid got off the bus and tried to leave and then the kid gets off the bus and he gets eaten, but then the big scary monster starts eating ice cream. <laughs> and they're like, and that's what I got. I think it's inspiration. So it was kind of inception there. It was a dream within a dream. It's a dream within a dream. And then the last thing I put liked here, and you probably put the same thing here, was the parents' song about yeah. missing kids. Mm-hmm. So we all, but we basically had the same like and dislike moments here as A, here's something we didn't like. It wasn't really funny. This episode, I mean, it was well written. We get it, but it just, it wasn't funny. It wasn't, wasn't. wasn't a funny episode. Mm-mm. Second thing was it was just a dream. Kind of a stupid way to introduce Miss Crabtree and then cop out there at the end. And not even really have any developmental here. And this is really the last time we're going to see Mrs. Crabtree until she dies in the left-handed uh, killer with when Cartman becomes a psychic. Can you see? Can you, Can you see? see? That's when she dies in that episode. One Miss Crabtree. Uh, and then the third thing we disliked was the storyline itself that kind of ties right. in that storyline. It was dumb. Like all of a it's sudden, stupid. she doesn't even like go find help or like at least alert them to like to get help. No, she just bounces and becomes a comedian yeah. and then doesn't even become a famous comedian. She doesn't even see it through. No. She, so she sells herself short on her own, on the own dream itself. It's kind of, kind of dumb, dude. This whole episode. Scoop. 
as I think I can gander, this one does not make top 20, does not make top 50, does not make top 100, does not make top 300. This makes Scoop's lowest five. The lowest It is number five on the worst. And it's from bottom to top. So I'm going to say five is the worst. And one is the best of the worst. Lowest top five. <laughs> this comes in at number five. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. Go ahead and continue. You were saying. <laughs> Yeah, this one's number five on the worst. So from um, my, my list of the worst is it's going from the lowest or I guess the highest number to the lowest. So one is going to be like, you know, the winner of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> number five is the worst of the worst. Number five so, is the worst of the worst. So what number mm-hmm. is it? Number five. Number five. You th- we think this is worse than Pip? Ooh, goddamn. Hmm. All right, the number's going to be is remain to be revolving. I think How about revolving. That's yeah. that's a good that's a good idea for the worst. Mm, so right now like it's that. the number your number one worst ranked number five. Yes, gotcha. No, that makes sense. I I would say on my ranking, I'm going to put this as number uh, on your scale. There, I'll put it as number three. Like I think that Pip is number five for me still, and there is another one that I know it's going to be coming. I forget what it is. But it's coming up, and I don't like it. So. Um, but that's that's it, dude. That's we got through the episode. Nice, quick little episode, guys. Because as we mentioned, it's not really a full-on like ha ha, lots of shit to go over type of episode. It's just a quick flashback episode that was probably put together fairly easily for them. All they had to really do was go in and animate some new stuff, and then do one storyline with Mrs. Crabtree, and do a singing moment. We are the world. So that's uh, another edition of Suck My Balls. This has been episode number 21. We release these every Wednesday. So if you're listening to this uh, this Wednesday, uh, I'm going to click the little button here in the computer here. What's the date next Wednesday? The 6th. Uh, If you are listening to this the 6th, we will drop the next episode, Suck My Balls number 22, on Friday the 8th. So we're going to give you a double dose this week. You're going to get two episodes. So stay tuned. You follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, and on, on the Twitter, Matthew underscore Schaffer. Twitter. Twitter. Uh, you can follow Scoop. Hit him up at our Twitter at SuckMyBallsPod. You can hit us up on Instagram at SuckMyBallsPod. You can find us on Facebook at South Park Pod. And that's it. So the edition of Sick My Balls. Scoop. Sick My Balls. Looking for some new podcast to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like... Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for those who love politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe, a watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido, Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast, and the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more.
en junkerred ved juletid. Ting tjang ting jo til dig, omkring ham dalede sneen hvid. Ting tjang ting jo til dig, han stred sig frem i regn og blæst med et, der sejnede hans hest. Ting tjang lu, ting tjang lu, ting tjang ting jo til dig. Jomfru sad i høje tårn Ting tang ting lusilej Og ventede ham samt til forn Ting tang ting lusilej Men natten gik så trist og lang I ensomhed til solopgang Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting lusilej Den næste dag ved hed morgen rød Ting tang ting lusilej De fandt den stakkels junker død Ting tang ting lusilej Han dækket var af sne og is Men tør nu op i paradis Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting lusilej Det var jo noget værd og noget Ting tang ting lusilej For da han tøde blev han våd Ting tang ting lusilej Men sådan kan det altså gå Når man går uden hue på Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting lusilej Hun kastede sig fra tårnet ned Ting tang ting lusilej Nu deler de en lille sky Som regner over land og by Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting